The good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now, and it's all thanks to, first of all, Jason, and second of all, our patrons, who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities. We we pay for ours here at at the C4FAP. It ain't cheap. We thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit and contribute at any level to say thanks, to say I want to be a part of your Slack channel, conversations. I want to get exclusives. I want to get early access. I want to get ad-free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 774 for comics originally releasing October the 25th and October the 26th. October is almost officially over, and we are heading into November, Drew. My goodness, this year has flown by. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops, this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, what do you got for me in the world of comics? Well, uh, for long-time listeners of the show, and I don't know how many of you are left that have been listening since the beginning or since near the beginning, but we used to be a three-person show. Yes, it was me and Kyle and my buddy Bob Seifert, um, who I worked with. And we we would do like two or three episodes a week. You know, mm-hmm. we, I think maybe one was all three of us on at the same time. And then the other was me and Bob. And the other one was maybe me and you, Kyle. Is that how is that how you remember it? Yes, indeed. Back in back in the early 2010s, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Um, but anyway. Uh, Bob is a daddy. Yeah, it's all that. It's awesome. He had a baby today, so congratulations to him. And I'm just he's... the comic book collection. <laughs> yeah, I think he was nearing completion of his Spidey Man run, and now he's gonna have to uh, he's gonna have to stop and yeah. buy formula and diapers and stuff. So, so congrats. Um, I I would be curious how many people listen to us now that listened to us back then. Yeah. I would maybe a handful, I would think. I mean, that, I, even I stopped listening to us after a while. That's that's ten ten years ago. Yeah. So I'm not sure how many people did that, but anyway, congratulations, Bob, on yes, uh, fatherhood. It sucks. Not yeah. worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Much more fun to be selfish and just focus on yourself. But anyway. <laughs> I'm sure it's rewarding for some people. How about you, Kyle? You got three yeah, of them. Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on. We have a question from Jason who says, what other podcasts do you guys listen to or watch? Well, first and foremost, I think we have to shout out to Kyle's RPG podcast, Encore yeah. and Two Pass Me Midnight. Uh, the Dork Day, at Dork Day podcast. Or Dork Day to, Afternoon. Go to DorkDayAfternoon.com and you can listen to either one of those. Hey. Good stuff there. Where are you guys, where are you in the com- campaign at this point? I'm not uh, 
very much the weeds. Um, I've inadvertently gotten one of my friend characters killed in one of them, and then I've inadvertently turned my character into a sadistic murderer. So... <laughs> so, you don't have any friends. <laughs> no, it's, it's been, it's, been it's, it's difficult. Okay. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's very oh, that's much awesome. Fun. That's very cool. <laughs> so, so, I listen to... Uh, uh, cartoonist kayfabe mm. on youtube uh the ed pisker jim rug podcast and i listen to mike m's uh weekly reads and i listen to his geek brunch when i have a four to five hour block of time yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i can or i break it into little pieces so right I'm, I'm much better with his uh, his weekly reads than than others um other than that no real other podcasts. Most of them have fallen off my radar, and I'm just doing audio books now. So listening to yeah. a lot of a lot of John Grisham right now. So. I don't do a ton of comic book podcasts. I will uh, jump on and do a few things through YouTube. Sometimes I'll listen to Mike M's. Um, for a while there, I was doing uh, our boy Wolf's podcast every now and again yeah. on, on the online. Those were good. Um, but I haven't done too much in the comic book world of podcasts. Mostly been into a lot of sports talk and. I'm also going through a bunch of audio books at the at the moment, so that's unfortunately where most of my listening time is dedicated to some audio stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and you know, I I don't commute uh, as long as I used to. So a lot of the podcasts that I used to fill my commute time, they got cut when I didn't don't have to commute as much anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, I lost lost a lot of those, uh, but I still keep up with a few. And then the audiobook, audiobooks fill in um, that slot. But good question. Um, not not a lot of no comic no comic book podcast for you. Um, that, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't want to you know trump anybody's ideas or take anything. So I figured just <laughs> yeah you know, keeps them out of my engine. That's, I I can see keeps that. all my ideas original and and top notch. Yes, I, I think we all or we're all thinking it. But the, every now and again when I uh when I read something that I really want to talk about or think about, I'll just do a cursory search of other people talking about that and pick something randomly. Oh. I try not to sit with any one, one, one group of people anymore. Very cool. Oh, now it's time to shoot over and take a quick look at what image has to offer in December. So we're looking at October previews for image uh, for things coming out in uh, in December. But before we do that, I wanted to take a quick look at the page right before Image, where they talk about their premier comics um, of the month, their premier publishers, and they're kind of highlighting from their premier publishers. And they've they've selected Image, Boom, Dark Horse, um, Dynamite, and they've thrown a Marvel in there, with Marvel Masterworks, which is Thank surprising. Um, and that that's kind of cool. I. I uh, like the evolution of what's a premier publisher at at Diamond continues to be fascinating as um, who falls in and out of favor. Like the IDW would have been on here before they would have been, they would have had a selection. Of course, DC would have had a selection, but their transition to other distributors has kind of left them out of favor. The fact that Marvel is still gets a little love surprises mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah. I guess because they're not exclusive, 
with PRH. Um, and they continue to give them some distribution rights. Uh, must must keep them in 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 a little better light for some reason. At least out of the doghouse. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just it's interesting. We continue to see some a lot of publishers continue to shoot over to either Lunar or Penguin Random House. Um, not going exclusive. They don't all seem to be going exclusive anymore. But they continue to migrate and get rid of their exclusivity with Diamond. And it's just a, it's kind of something to keep your eye on. Um, where are we going? Are we going to go? To, are we always going to have three distributors? Is somebody going to be a loser? <laughs> and we're not going to and we're going to lose them entirely. Um, and some of these other publishers going to go and, and go and start signing exclusive deals like DC did with Lunar. Um, it, it, it's it's fascinating. Um, it's curious, and and we're such a such a small industry, such a niche industry, in comparison to other medium around the world, uh, mm-hmm. around, the, around the whatever, uh, you know, <laughs> movies, TV, etc. Yes, know, it's, it's so tiny the, in comparison. <laughs> yeah, that I just I don't I'm curious if it can support the three redistributors long-term i hope so um but it's curious when they do stuff like this and who gets left out and why and um just what that's what that's going to mean it's all politics it kind of is right it's you know grandstanding and you know who's upset me and who's who's peed in my cheerios that sort of thing there you go oh by the way before we get started did you finish she hulk yes what'd you think loved it I thought it was good. Really it was very much, it. obviously, it's the Marvel version of Sex in the City, but I had a good time with it. Yeah, I, I just, I, I really like the fact that this is yet another genre that they've tapped into, mm-hmm. and they're able to, they're able to lay a uh, superhero show over a genre, and it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Loved the Daredevil episode, the penultimate episode of this season. Yeah, both. I think the final two were fantastic. The yeah. homage to uh, the original Hulk show was great. Yep. Um, and just their breaking of the fourth wall. and Which is which is true to one of the comics. I think it was Latham or one of their one of them that did that with uh, her in the books. So. It might have been slots, Ron. I'm not sure. Might have been, but, you know. Get, they all kind of blend, blur together. Um, and then... You know, getting getting Kevin Feige in in there somehow was was kind of neat the way they quote unquote Kevin. Yeah, that was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of good stuff and I, that Tatiana Maslany, she really great. Very she good. Really good. Did a really good job. Um, Are you looking forward to her in the new Daredevil? Will she be in it? Yes. Oh, sure. Sounds I great. saw her as these people will be involved in Daredevil, and she said. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I did. I haven't watched the single episode of Andor. Um, my wife wants. She's, she's like there's shows like I'm not allowed to watch by myself. I have to. Yeah. We have to watch together. This is one of them, but yet it also. She hasn't been in the mood, so we're at like seven episodes behind now. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to get spoiled. Yeah. If I'm not careful, so uh, I've got to. We've got to get that cranked up because I don't want to miss out on it. 
I have a group of nerdy friends yelling at me for not watching House of Dragons. I have a different group of nerdy friends not met yelling or yelling at me for not watching the One Ring, and I've got a group of nerdy friends that are yelling at me for not being current on Andor. So um, I am currently disappointed. What's the One Ring? Uh, the the uh, the uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh that. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that one either. I am yeah. current on House of Dragon though. There you go. Um, that's that's been interesting. You'll like mm. it. I think you'll yeah. like it. Are you oh. still pissed about Game of Thrones, right? You didn't like the ending. I mean, it. I really enjoyed some of it, but at the end it was not great. And then I have to be in a certain mood to watch those because, like, a lot of them are depressing. So I don't want to always do that to myself. Yeah. There's no likable people in this. So it's just like, do I really want to see incest and rape this evening? Yeah. Nah, I'm going to put that off till tomorrow and watch something cute and funny. With, with zero people to uh, root for, which is... yeah. Hard. Yeah. It's 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 a stupid way to design a show. <laughs> nobody yeah, nobody to be a fan back. of. Yeah. Nobody to like. There we go. That's yeah, rough. <laughs> uh, but we can find somebody we we like in Image. Yeah. And right? as we get to Image, I'm going to I'll shoot one more time. Um, that reminds me, uh, I was getting in a conversation with our good friend uh, Ryan Hodap, who reached out to me. We were talking about Geiger being optioned. Oh, sweet. That'll be fun. Yeah, Geiger. Uh, did you see that article? No, I have not. Image Comics' best-selling series, Geiger, created by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, will be adapted for TV by Justin Simeon alongside Johns for Paramount Picture Studios. Johns will write the pilot, serve as showrunner, and executive producer alongside some other people. So that'll be a Paramount Plus show? Yes. Oh, okay. That's cool. I hope so I it, think that's, I hope I it does cannot better wait to see a couple of those characters. <laughs> better than paper has a longer life than paper girls although paper girls was done well and i hope it's right. done well and not as bad as why the last man those are the you know yeah yeah in the bk scale we want it better than why but last longer than paper girls so ryan and i are holding high hopes for that hopefully yeah that'll be fun I'll, yeah that'd be really good um now let's back to let's, back to image in the previews and we're going to start with art brutt Number one by W. Maxwell Prince. It's probably Brute, right? Art Brute? Brut. You think it's Brute? Probably, but it's, I don't know. It, it's it's my boy from Ice Cream Man. The whole team from my, from Ice Cream Man yes. um, coming over. And I hope this means they just have so many ideas that it's they, they want to keep, they want to do a new comic. And it doesn't mean that Ice Cream Man ended. Because... There's no, there's no way they could do both of these, right? If they're doing art, because he can't do art in both, both books, right? I mean, yeah, you could probably, you could hypothetically do it. Oh man, I, I, I was, I just watched, or just read that last Ice Cream Man with the, you know, the staircase cover Mm -hmm. that we were talking about, and oh yeah, it was about um, drug rehab and twelve step programs. And uh, it was great. It was fantastic. Every every time I read one, I'm, like, I'm just like, okay, what's he doing now? And then, then, then by the time I finish it, I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. Oh, it was brilliant. Come from different and odd angles each and every time. It each and every time, yeah. So I don't know why. I, I mean, I guess I do know why. Uh, after however many issues of, of Ice Cream Man, sales have probably plummeted. Um, so you you you've still got ideas launching new thing that's very similar to your old thing, 
and um, prop up sales for a while. And here's the thing with this it's, uh, that kind of tickles my fancy. So we got 32 pages, including cover, but it also, each issue features a new cover, new design, and a new Silver Age style backup story featuring the art hero that no one's ever oh, heard of until now. So they are bringing back old stuff. In. This is yeah. old stuff that they've done. Okay, yeah, so we're not losing stuff. ice exactly. cream. Yet. Exactly. That's what oh. I was just getting to when I was reading it. I was like, hey, wait a minute. Oh, this is... that's even better. Yeah. Originally published as the Electric Sublime. Yep. This special edition. So this is re-lettered, remastered, and under its original intended name, which is the art, the name that they originally wanted to do it. So. But you apparently missed it, so uh, I imagine you'll be reading it. Oh, yeah. I... I I the electric sublime sounds familiar, but I don't. Rem- I know I didn't read it. Yeah. Um. Because Ice Cream Man was my first foray into the mind of W. Maxwell Prince. So there that's we go. Very cool, and it's it's going to be as a. It's going to be re- redone as individual issues too. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I'm psyched. Very psyched. There we go. Cool. They are giving us pretty much the entire issue issue here in pages, so we are already ready to get to read most of it. <laughs> there are, uh, yeah, well, five or six, right? Yeah. Something that I'm always excited for: books from our boy Tim Seeley coming in next year. Boy, X Wire number one of a six issue series. Um, why sell your soul when you can simply buy a new one? In a corporate ruled world where class inequality is greater than ever, a desperate, lonely populace is drawn to neo-spiritualism and hedge magic. So, what's our boy Tim Seeley, who did some Nightwing, and uh, of course Revival that we love, does Hack and Slash, um, does amazing covers to Drew. Um, so you can't beat it. The uh, the magic order meets to androids dream of electric sheep, and that is the Philip K. Dick Blade Runner. Correct. Right. right? Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, Sealy's got good ideas. Yes, indeed. Sometimes they just kind of peter out. Yep. And we are back in the massive verse once again. Of course, massive verse is where we got radiant black, uh, radiant red. Uh, and now we have Radiant Pink. So, mm. so Drew has been about two years on his no superheroes and image kick. Yes. And here we are, 3.0, if not more. <laughs> right. Zero on uh, serial killer. Serial killer. Jeez. That's just my own superheroes. It's my own little, my own little thing. Now, right what now. do you what do you get from Cover C when you look at Cover C there? I'll have to go back up. Let me look. That is an homage to. I have no idea. Portal, the video game Portal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those look a little like that. Yeah. Very well drawn, very well done, but if you weren't in for everything else, you're not in for this. Yeah, for sure. Do we know Alex Pacnadel from anything? I didn't uh, read DC vs. Vampires or Giga, so I am unaware. Yes. Um, I've, I've dropped Al at War, so I watched, I read one issue of that one, I think. Yeah. And not Giga, so no. Homesick Pilots, the the other guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I read part of that. Um, but yeah, these aren't super superstar um, creators by any means. A primal vision of humanity gone terribly wrong, aka Aliens meets Tarzan. 
Yeah. No. And it's using that same print or font on the front that we've gotten from uh, things like Heavy Metal Falcon or, or Murder Falcon and stuff like that. Yeah. Got Good stylized clay. art. Yeah. We've got the Clay People, the Colossus Tour Edition signed by Matt Hawkins. It's a one shot for 15 bucks. Um, 15 bucks for a signed book? That's not bad. Yeah, it's 50 pages. Well, not quite. 48 pages. What do they call? keep calling these self-covers? What does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's the rock band thing. It's based on a band. Yeah. You go, okay. You in a wind tunnel or something, Kyle? What's going on over there? You hearing a lot of feedback? I got some. I heard some wind happening there for a second. I'm unaware of wind. Clay People is a rock band hailing from Albany, New York. The band's self-titled debut album was released on Mercury Slip Disc Records. They're furiously. Uh, propulsive lead singer Awake climbed the radio charts and launched the band into the international touring act with the likes of Disturbed, Stained, Clutch, Rob Zombie, Static X, Stabbing Westward, and Filter. Colossus is the Clay People's latest album, Demon Hero. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but but Nightclub's got me intrigued. It's Mark Millar. Always got the good ideas. Ah, yes. Um, you're 17 years old. You've been bitten by a vampire. Do you live in the shadows and drink blood? Or do you use your newfound gifts for the dream costume superhero life you've always wanted? You're bulletproof. You can crawl up walls. You can turn to mist, bats, or even a wolf. Why not have some fun? I like it. I like the concept. Wasn't this kind of the concept of Lost Boys, only they all went left? Sure. <laughs> this, is the, this is the other way. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we've seen that other way, yeah. have we? I don't think so either. The series will be dollar ninety nine. A dollar ninety nine. Oh yeah. And uh, Greg Capullo cover C. Forty pages, a buck ninety nine, and a Capullo cover. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm in. What's not to love? Yeah. Uh, I love well, it. This series will be a dollar ninety nine. Take that, Marvel and DC. Take that. Stick it. Oh no, Drew. We have Ed Brubaker. Yeah. Coming back for the Friday book two. On a cold winter's night. Friday was good. <sighs> it's crime and mystery, but not crime noir. Are you still in? Yeah, it was um, a did little you read all the, Did you read the individual issues of Friday? Yes. Okay, so this is four and through six. So you've already read these. Okay, I've already read this. Yep. This was on, I think this was on Panel Syndicate. Oh, cool. Here we have the collected versions of Beware of the Eyes of Odin, Eyes of Odin by Doug Wagner. Mm. I don't remember that what came out. Uh, Med- the Trade from Middle West. The Complete Tale. That's actually 560 pages. Issues 1 through 18 with bonus content, only 30 bucks. That is a heck of a deal. That's, uh, that's really awesome. Yeah. Talked about Radiant Pink uh, earlier. Radiant Red's got a trade. Rogue's Gallery's got a trade. Swing's got a trade. I'm sorry, Swing has a hardcover. Mm. 
But the days of the $10 image trade are gone, and I will not lament it anymore, even though I'm still angry. Yeah. Lazarus Lazarus Strades is collecting, what, two issues of the quarterly? Not yeah. quarterly? Yeah. No, no, it's got more than that. This is a 208-page Collecting Lazarus 27, 28, and Lazarus written, Risen 5, 6, and 7. That's weird. So five total issues of the two different syndicates. That's really weird that they're doing it that way, right? Yeah. I mean, they want you to get all the story. This is how you get all the story. And since Paper Girls was murdered, um, but you still want to find out what happens, issues 1 through 30 collected in a trade, 50 bucks. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that would be a really affordable and uh, with your discount. So, yeah, that's a great buy. Do that. I might do that. I might do it. That'd be nice to have that in the collection like that. Yeah. If not, I'll just sell you all my singles. <laughs> yeah, missed the boat on that, didn't we? Yeah. Eight, oh, man, a lot of stuff ending. Okay. Deadliest Bouquet, five of five. Done. Do a Powerbomb, seven of seven. Done. Eight billion genies. Eight of eight. Done. But I'm guaranteeing it's not the last of that one we've seen. Yeah. Golden Rage. Five of five. Done. Page are you on? Uh, with that last thing that I said, I am on 66 digital 75. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're further than me. You skipped a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Nothing worth talking about. I'll let you catch up. Just tell me. Okay, now now I see Dudley's bouquet. Oh, I see. Okay, now I see what you're doing. And then you know, like I said, American Jesus, the other Mark Millar, that's ending too. With three of three. But not that Spawn. Been... Spawn continues with fourteen different. Spawn trudges on, be it Spawn the gunslinger die. or anything else. Um, can you tell me who's doing that cover A? On what? On gunslinger Spawn. Um, that's, is that not like Barron's? No, that's Puppeteer Lee. I kind of wanted you to say that name. Oh, oh, that's not a real name. I know. Gunslinger spawned down to 24 pages per book. But 2.99, right? But 2.99. Yeah. So there you go. I hate Fairland. It's so good. I love those covers. I saw a really, really, really well done, like, I can't remember who did the one of the covers for it, like, so not in the Scotty Young, but like a, an in-depth, I think it was an art germ, I hate Fairyland cover. Man, it's awesome. Yeah. I've been following some more creators on uh, on uh, Instagram, so uh, Sozo Miyake, so Ooh. she's amazing, she's gorgeous, and she, all her stuff's awesome. It's so worth the follow, both her and her art page. Really? Yeah. Like she's physically gorgeous herself. Yes, she may she may knock uh, your girl Joelle off the top. <laughs> Joelle, Joelle's fallen a long time ago. Um, the image number nine of twelve. 
has Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips shorts in it. And that's exciting for me. Uh, it, this is a pretty solid lineup in this issue. And I have like the first five stacked up and I haven't read the first one. So <laughs> at, at some point I've got to crack these anthologies and I just haven't got around to it. Um, but I, I oh man, but more Brubaker and Phillips stuff. Wow, that's exciting. <laughs> you do that, don't you? Let stuff stack up. Yes, I am the king of that because I'm so seldom in the mood to read that I just when I'm in that mood, I wanted to hammer through. Yeah. lot there a lot of stuff ending like you said which hopefully means a lot of stuff beginning yeah because you know this is essentially the end of the year so hopefully they're wrapping up and ready for the next year magic order ending as well six of six still water still trucking along it's on 18 texas blood on 20 Seven Sons ending. That is an, a really nice Jai Lee cover. Shirtless Bear cover considers to be awesome. Starhenge ending at six of six. I completely forgot that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And then we get uh, Walking Dead Deluxe 52, 53 with. Like five covers for fifty three and yeah. fifty two. Good stuff. Because what is fifty three? I don't remember. First appearance of these three characters right here on the front there, homie. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. The Rosita and um Eugene and Yeah, Eugene and as soon as you said that I lost the name. Crap. Edward? No, that's not it. Definitely not Edward. Yeah, this is the, the the final eight, right? The final eight episodes. We're gonna see how they button up this series. And I hope they do it justice. You're woefully behind, so you won't be watching that. I, I mean, at some point I will, but yeah. I will definitely be waiting for you to say yay, nay, or ixnay. Yeah. Yeah, some of the last couple of seasons, I've had my finger on the fast-forward button when it's gotten boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I still have to... I still have to... I have to watch them all. There you go. Just for closure. All right, let's uh, shoot over to the, uh, the CBSI boys and see what yeah, they have yeah. good say. friends at comicbookinvest.com they put out a hot 10 every friday evening and we look at it and see what the big dogs are on the secondary market and what's catching fire uh their number one book star wars visions uh takashi okazaki the of course new york comic-con variant limited to 800 copies is already up to 300 bucks up from a little less than 100 it escalated quickly as we've talked about on this one before it is a great cover with a lot of future potential this uh, jumped quite a bit more than we thought, though. 
At rank two, Batman number six. Got a couple of these sitting around. Scott Snyder, Greg Pulo. Rawls are back up to $70. Be careful of condition. 9.8s are pushing 300 The new Spawn Batman crossover will feature Court of Owls, which is probably the current bump. While it can be argued that Court of Owls' first appearance is number four, possibly, or other ones being the best argument, it appears that people have settled on this one, and it's insane Capullo cover. At rank three, Geiger number one. We talked about this earlier. Jeff Johns, Gary Frank. Raw copies jumped from cover price up to ten to fifteen dollars. Nine point eight have moved as high as a hundred bucks already. After it was announced that this uh, was being adapted into a TV show, people still love post-apocalyptic stories. You and I do a lot, Drew. Yeah. Maybe because uh, that's going to be our reality pretty soon. <laughs> Tons of covers on this one. At rank four in Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, number one, the New York Comic-Con variant, $110 to $150, but nobody can get their hands on it, so who cares? At rank five, Batman 666 by Grant Morrison. Both my 9.8s up to $200 and Rawls up to $40. Uh, They are up 33% this week after the costume in this issue shows up in Batman vs. Robin number two. Also, Pig was mentioned for a future Batman villain. Hmm. All right. At rank six, we have Daredevil, number 32 from the 2013 Mark Wade run, is now up to $15. Thanks to Van Denby for the heads up here. First, new Legion of Monsters. And if you saw the WWBN special, you will know that Marvel's door to the monster arena is wide open. Check your back issue bins to probably find this one. Ah, I love this cover. Black Cat. Number one from 2019, the J. Scott Campbell B variant, limited to 2,500. Man, trying to figure out how to find this online is friggin' difficult. Once you do, you'll see that 9.8s are over $325. Homaging his own ASM601 may be lazy to some, but boy, the execution on this one will change your mind. And rank eight, Hulk number one from 2008, the Jeff Loeb run 9.8s are back up to $325. No one knows if Red Hulk will be in Thunderbolts or not, but just the talk of Harrison Ford replacing William Hurt has caused interest in this once again. Hmm. Rank nine, Miracle Man number one, the Peach Momoko one in 200, 300 bucks. You don't like one in 200, so we're not even going to talk about Eternus number one, the Tahani Far Metal variant, um, $150. Gorgeous cover. Another actor dipping their toes into the comic scene. This one is created by Andy Serkis. I do wonder if any of these stories are any good, though. You know, we had Berserker and Mom and all that crap. Yeah. And the honorable mentions. Star Wars number 16 from the Dark Horse 2000s run. Raw copies doubled this week after Star Wars writer Kelly Knox tweeted, 2022 is the year of Yaddle. Of course, Yaddle is the third third person of that same Yoda, uh, baby Yoda race. Grogu. Oh. So, Yaddle okay. is the one that we've only really seen in the background of the prequels and stuff, but she is the third person of that race of alien that we know. Oh, that's cool. And and this is it? The first time? She is on the cover of this. Star Wars 16. Cover Star Wars 16. Okay. Yep. Very cool. 
And the other honorable mention, Keen Detective Funnies number 23, the old school CGC 3.5, sold for $3,100. This book hasn't had a graded copy sale since 2018, which was a 5.0 for just $625. Probably like a middle schooler, but on the cover it says that Airman took care of the pirate boat when he threw his secret pellet. Ooh, that's kind of naughty. Why am I thinking the monkeys that throw poop at people? <laughs> All right, homie, we've seen what's on the secondary market. Let's go to our FOC. Of course, I get this awesome little email from our good friends at Deep Discount Cowabunga Comics that goes through all the stuff on the CGC so I can make sure I add a few things to my order. Um, Drew, will you go through it with me and let's start with some DC items? Yes, yes. Um, Big yeah. one. I mean, of course, we got to talk Batman Spawn, number one. Yeah, tons of covers for this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty covers, ranging from one in a thousand to regular. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of push behind this. Um, I am not that excited for it myself, yeah. but you know, uh, people seem to be. Um, excited for it. So good for them. <laughs> As they say, please be excited. Yes. Dark Crisis Worlds without a Justice League. Batman number one. A few covers for that one as well. Kyle's Girl. This is a Mayaki doing oh, yes. Catwoman 49. A little standoff between um, Punchline and. Uh, Catwoman, that's cool. That is awesome. And she only does female covers. She does the femme, femme fatale covers. It's awesome. She doesn't do any dudes ever? No. No. It's awesome. Oh. Very cool. Is this the end of... Where does Fables end with its redone run or whatnot? Well, 162, so it's got... 162, so we're on 157 right now. Oh, I see it. Up 162, I was paying no attention there. Yeah, so a few more. I'm not sure it's been that well-received, so... I don't know that it'll come back again. Yeah. Another disappointing Nightwing cover. It's not bad. I guess I can deal with the cover A, but they have leaked the uh, uh, issue 100 cover. Yeah, solid. Those have been pretty cool. You think? Yeah. But I'm, I'll, 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 I like them anyway. So. I mean, I lo- the Brian Stelfreeze 90s cover here is probably my favorite of these Batman or Nightwing 98s. Oh, cool. Um, it's got the Disco Nightwing and the in the logo in there, so not bad. Yeah, a fan of that Dan Hip one in twenty five. Yeah, it's not bad. But they're all doing this like little cartoon nightwing and I think it's kinda weird. Oh well. Yeah, not bad. I think I think those are pretty good. So you'd be okay if that was a moon night cover? Mm-hmm. It would. Well, so with that, we have Black Mask with Rogue State number one. I think that's going through the same. 
so see black that Titans United Black Blood Pack number three cover. Uh-uh. Derek Chu, where uh, Nightwing has this terrible haircut. Yes, he does, and he has a fourteen pack. <laughs> That's really awful. Yeah, and I don't remember his mask ever being that blue. Yeah. That's like obnoxious blue, and his his screamers are never that blue. Yeah, you know, that's just somebody who's. I think we put Nightwing through an AI is how we got that. Yeah, yeah we said, your computer, please draw Nightwing. And I normally love Chew, so. My bad. Wonder Woman two hundred four facsimile. That is uh, Nubia. Nubia being the rage. Okay. Anyways, I want to talk, of course, Black Mask coming out with this uh, Rogue State number one. Quite a few covers on these. A lot of Chuck D covers. Um, of course, with like these, I've, Chuck I've, D I've, from Public Enemy, Chuck D? I think so. Wow. Yeah. Um, I worry about them finishing stories still i don't know if i'm you know being too hard on them but no i don't think so it's still something i worry about so while this looks great at the start hopefully they can keep it up kyle why is i hate fireland i I hate fairyland back i as i talked to during literally our run through of it the second iteration of it so it's it, it did its first and now it's coming back through a second time okay so this is not. This is not the first run. This is the new, the next it's run. A new, it's a new volume, but they just renumbered. Correct. Correct. With Middle West in between. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A lot of covers, so they're giving it a big push. Yes. Is that? Is this where I saw the? Uh, yeah, the Art Germ cover. Click on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Punk cover. Yeah. Look at her. Like her real, her non Scotty Young version of her. I just think it's cool. I love that. The Frizen's great. Frizen's really good too, yeah. Uh, we've got. Uh, well, did you watch uh, Cyberpunk on Netflix? The anime? You don't watch anime, never mind. I do not watch anime now. It was really well done, but I don't think it has much to do with these. But anyways, I'm going to talk to you about that a little bit. So the anime that's on Netflix is an adaptation of Cyberpunk, which is the, uh, you know, kind of neo-technical future. And it centers around people who modify their body with technology, kind of Android style. Um, But the more you modify your body and the more you, the less biological you are and the more you get into the, the, the thing, the more it kind of breaks your psyche and kills you as a human and you go nuts and kill everybody. Okay. Um, so it's about people straddling the line of where they can decide they want power before it drives them mad. So it's it, it was a very cool story about that. So um, I hope they stick with that kind of thing within these books as well. So I might jump into them to see uh, what this four issue series has, because I really like that world. That also straddles the line of one of my favorite video games being Bioshock, where they modified their bodies till they all went nuts as well. So I kind of oh, okay. like it, those weird futures where we get to the point where you start to modify yourself to become who you actually are until you actually forget who you actually are. That was, is it, was it always cyberpunk 2077 or is that a, yeah, tw- cyberpunk 2077 is the game that was that, 
that everything's based on. Okay. So it started as the video game, and then you have the anime, which is uh, Edge Runners, which is the offshoot of this, and then this, um, you have My World, is the uh, the uh, the comic book version of that same world. Very cool. Yeah. Kyle, I am getting a new Resident Alien. Ooh. From my boys at Dark Horse. Uh, Peter Hogan and Steve Parkhouse. So I'm getting the great sci-fi series that's on season three. It's actually three yeah, seasons. being successful. And, a successful yeah. comic transition to uh, television and another another volume. So I am excited. This only a four. Aren't they normally a six issue? Series? No, they're always they're always four. four. Sometimes they were they'd have a zero issue and then they just uh-huh. be three more. So it'd be like one of three. There you go. The zero issue, and then they started doing fours. Um, yeah, they've always been fours. Very cool. Yeah, but they're fun. They're fun, light, good show, good little um, comics. I enjoy them a lot. When is local comic shop day? Oh, man, I don't know. Let me look this up. Local comic. Uh, November th- November twenty third. November twenty third. Wednesday, uh, November twenty third. <laughs> there is a uh, there is a a grim number one by the Flaviano cover that's going to be foil for LCSD, and uh, I think that looks great. So it's here on your order sheets for FOC, and our boys at at uh, Cowabunga are actually giving a discount on an LCSD, which they don't always do. So that's a heck of a bargain. Well, are they doing the? Uh... The wraparound Walking Dead Deluxe with a discount? It's a great question. I'm no longer on image. Let me see if I can find it. Or it might, is it released this week? Yeah, I don't see it on this week. Okay. That must have already happened. Yeah, it might have been uh, on a different FOC. So, yeah. Okay. So that was, Re- that was Resident Alien. That was the only other thing I saw in Dark Horse. Yeah, I didn't see anything else in Dark Horse either. Nothing in IDW. Something is Killing the Children 26. That Frizen cover is Nightmare Fuel. Mm-hmm. And let's check out Marvel. Plenty of amazings. Yeah. Doctor Strange Fall Sunrise. Issue one of that. Who's writing that? I clicked away for a second. Uh, That is Trad Moore. Uh, Okay. And then we get a facsimile of Fantastic Four 52, the first yeah. Black Panther. That's a fun one. That is a good one. That's a good key that I'll never have. Yeah. My, Peter, Parker, Peter Parker, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Double Trouble, number one. Is this the, yeah, it's the all AG one. Yeah. When I saw the Momoko cover, I got excited. I'm over that now. Yeah. <laughs> 
I do like that Momoko cover, but not for an all-age book. Planet Hulk, World Breaker number one. Now, of course, at the end of She-Hulk, we got a, uh, a weird version of Hulk's son. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Scar. Scar. And now Star we're back to... Star Wars Yoda. About Yay. One. Fun. Just a Piccamincoli variant. And in that Star Wars Revelations, number one with uh, Momoko Afra. Mm-hmm. That's a great cover. It's a great cover. Go- yeah, I love that. I love the movie variant on Yoda, too, but... Yeah, one in ten. Man, that's deep for a one in ten. I don't see the Yoda one in ten. It's not showing on mine. Movie variant. It is very good. Oh, cool. Ah. The second printing of Star Wars High Republic. Like, it was my slam dunk of the week not yep. too long ago. You, and you show enough. Ooh, a really good second printing. Yeah. Um, Order me one of those. It was a good second print. This is which one? Uh, Star Wars High Republic 1 second print. And let's see, look at the Star Wars Visions second printing. Oh, man, that one's good, too. Who is the guy that's getting the sketch treatment there in High Republic second printing? I don't know. Didn't read it. Oh, okay. Very cool. I like that Vision second printing, too. Oh, man. Yeah. Give me one of those, too. Both those second, second prints. Print? Yeah, Vision second print and High Republic second print. All right. Star Wars boy. Yeah. Just putting it back in the vein. See what happens. <laughs> I can handle it. Thanos Death Notes number one. Now, we had a great Thanos book about five years back where yeah. Thanos was just a complete tool to a dude and all kinds of stuff. So this is spinning out of Donny Cates and Nick Klein's Thor comes the all-new Thanos one-shot featuring Art Bry, Andre De DeVito, and Travel Foreman, as well as Ron Lim's Return to the Mad Titan. Okay. We get some script by Straczynski on this, too. Very nice. So... I think this is worth dipping into because they do some fun things with um, Thanos one shots sometimes. Ed McGinnis variant, that's cool. I don't even want to look at the extreme variant. They've been so toolish, I don't even care. Yeah. That one's not horrible. I just figured it'd be him on a skateboard or something stupid. Wakanda 1 went to a second printing as well. Yeah, it was a surprise. Yeah. Not a bad looking second print. Interesting. Very cool. Very little put to offer from the uh, smaller publishers this week. It's <laughs> a little thin. Extreme X Men number one. Does that do it for you? No. Kitty Pride, Bishop Sage, Gambit Rogue, Rachel Summer, Storm, Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I want to look at the homage. Do I know the homage? Why does everything take forever to pull up? I don't know the homage. I'm too dumb. Uh, 
Yep, Drew, this is one of the podcasts where I ask for our pick of the week. What's the one thing to jump into, grab and say, hey, 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 this is for me. Hey, it's a, it's a fun pick for me, and it's going to be Resident Alien Book of Love number one. And that's the one I want to highlight. Uh, you would, you would. And I think just because they are, it's such a big deal. Uh, man, Batman's Bond, but I don't think it, there's going to be so many of those. Yeah. But it's such a big deal. It's so cool. So cool. I'm going with it. Batman, Spawn number one, and I am flagging my boy J. Scott Campbell and his variant. Which one was that? Cover F. For Fantastic. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, speaking of Fantastic, let's head on over to our good friends at Cover Price to look at a little bit more of the secondary yes. market and see what's going on. Um, in that and we're going to start at rank 10 we're going to once again talk about hulk number one the ed mcginnis regular cover from 2008 red hulk red hulk who knows what's the future of red hulk uh 25 copies sold high sale you can get like 75 bucks that i'm talking about for these raw and then uh 325 dollars for cgc 9.8 that's awesome hey drew had you heard about spawn number one newsstand holy crap this thing is still selling I mean, it's it's over a hundred bucks. There's so many of these. Newsstand has the UPC. Um, correct. It has the the barcode. Yes. Star Wars number six from 2015. We talked about this. This is uh, um, this book jumped from our runners list last week to our top ten. Fans have been loving this Doctor Afra run, especially with the addition of uh, Santa Staros, or as most know her. Santa Solo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Naturally, collectors have been vying to pick up her first appearance back in the initial um, Star Wars run books. Um, Let's see here. Fair market value, 12 bucks to 17 bucks, um, And we're not even selling encapsulated ones at the moment. World War Hulk number, number five. Potential spoilers ahead. World War Hulk is an epic storyline that graced comic fans in 2008. With hints of the story appearing in Thor Ragnarok and more being introduced in She-Hulk, fans couldn't help but theorize it was just a matter of time before we glimpsed Scar, Scar the son of Hulk, who first had a cameo in the main 616 continuity in this book, albeit in one panel. Does that count, Drew? Um, As an adult on the last page, no less. I don't know that that's the first piece <laughs> cameo, right? Is a fan-favorite character and a driver for the greater Hulk lexicon. Seeing as the MCU takes place in Universe 616, collectors have been eager to acquire the first visage of Scar in the main timeline, hoping that it translates to big screens after his appearance in the She-Hulk finale. 29 copies. High sale of $316 for CGC 9.8 and fair market value about $47. Darn. Yeah. Wolverine 88 Direct. Love this cover. Deadpool. Gosh, 76 bucks. CGC 9.8 over 500 almost $550. 47 copies on the secondary market. People are on fire and super excited for Deadpool Wolverine. It's going to be awesome. At rank five, we have Scar, Son of Hulk number one from 2008. Blah, blah, blah. Scar, blah, blah, blah. MCU, blah, blah, blah. $340 for CGC 9.8 and fair market value, $26. Now, if you think Scar's going to have some longevity, yes. this is the one. I mean, this Everybody's is a- been buying your first mainline title has been the big thing to pick up, and sure enough, it's doing good. Yeah, it's first cover. It's, it's 
first full appearance, not a cameo. And it's, yeah, and it's and affordable. With the douche knuckle haircut, so that's good. You can get it under 30 bucks. Um, you know, shop around. I think, uh, you know, if you think this character is going to be around. There you go. It's a good investment. Brand new book, Dark Ride Number 1, the Tom Whalen Thank You One Per Store variant. Falling just a couple of spots from last week, this recently debuted book is still seeing some strong sales. Tom Whalen delivers the One Per Store Disney-esque covers, which quickly picked up in popularity. So far, the first issues of the series have received multiple positive reviews and favorable reception from the horror comic community. Image continues to see success with its demographic of fan and a group that knows what they like and makes it known in the aftermarket trafficking. 37 copies of this. High sale of a hundred bucks for Rawls, and we're seeing them around sixty-six too. Kyle, if you're doing um, a comic, you're 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 a comic creator. Okay. Are you going to do a one per store yes. giveaway comic, or are you going to do like a one in ten or a one in twenty-five? I love one per stores. That is so Why? Awesome. What? What is it? It doesn't do anything for you. You got to. I don't even think you get you don't get to charge them anything. No, but it ingratiates you to comic book stores. Oh man, hey, they're essentially throwing us a free hundred bucks here. And I don't. I would never do this unless I was like a known entity. Uh huh. And I didn't have. I didn't need any juice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I don't see the I don't see the payoff for you. There you go. I don't disagree. Yeah, you did disagree. Actually, you did a hundred percent disagree with me. Well, I don't disagree with your thinking, but I I do disagree that I would do one because I think it's cool. Oh, gotcha. You didn't ask what's the money maker. You asked what I would do, and I'm a good person, and you're not. (laughs) We have DC Comics presents number 49 from 1982. Per the Hollywood Reporter, none other than Black Adam, The Rock himself is leveraging his massive brawn to secure Henry Cavill's return as the Man of Steel in the DCEU. Not only that, but an epic matchup between the two, or three, that is, after the success of Shazam and being the natural foe to take on Black Adam. Uh, 17 copies sold. High sale, three hundred dollars for CTC nine point six, and Rawls we're seeing for about a hundred and four dollars. So this is of course Superman, Black Adam, and Shazam. Uh, I guess that works, right? Yeah, why Shazam would Shazam was kind of a different looking show though, right? Compared I don't care. to yeah, I love him, so he can do no wrong. Okay, all right. Phase two of the High Republic is here with Star Wars High Republic number one, the one that just came out. With a plethora of first appearances to boot. Fans have enjoyed this series for a while and eagerly awaited the next iteration. Well, it's here. And the aftermarket is a booming. Star Wars fans sure do love some first appearances. And this book features five of them. Vildmar Mack, uh, Matteo Cathy, Tay Sarek, Sunshine, and Tarna Miak. I just completely ran through those. Don't know if any of those are correct, but they're friggin' aliens. So <laughs> who cares, right? <laughs> Collectors love the new Jedi, Mac, and can't wait to see where their story goes. Mac is, I believe, who's on the cover of the second printing that we were just talking about that I love. Gotcha. See, I know what I'm talking about before I know what I'm talking about. We checked 59 copies sold on the secondary market. Hard sale. We're already up to 10 bucks. And at rank number one, what if Planet Hulk number one from 2007 as seen in She-Hulk? Ta-da, Scar. Blah, 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 blah. 
Oh, wow. I do have to read this. One of those loose ends had fans speculating about his potential offspring left behind, and specifically Scar, who makes his first appearance in this issue, maybe appearing in two unnamed panels as an adult and referring to Hulk's paramour, Kyra, uh, as mother. All that speculation paid off as Scar did make his first appearances in the MCU via She-Hulk. What role he will play in the future is anybody's guess. Still, fans are incredibly excited as Hulk routinely criticized as underused in the wider MCU with many fantastic series to pull from to remedy that, this being one of them. 36 copies sold, high sale of almost 800 bucks for CGC 9.8. Yeah, I hope I hope that works out. Well, that that could be fun. Do it. <laughs> Do it. At rank eleven, we've got Star Wars number four, uh, the twenty fifteen series. This is Sana Solo Staros. Uh, this is her first full appearance. Um, no, her no, her first full appearance is six. This is her first cameo, and doesn't do quite as well. Uh, Rawls at 16 bucks. Uh, the New Mutants 98 from 1991. Deadpool's first appearance trending again because 30 copies moved with a high sale of two grand for a CGC 98 and Rawls around $546. Uh, another Scar, Son of Hulk number one from 2008. There's another book with a counterpart in the top 10. Well, what if? Planet Hulk is the first cameo. This issue is the first full appearance. This is also an easier to find and more affordable. 18 copies moved. High sale $33 for a near mint raw. Uh, fair market uh, goes for 28 That's fine. I don't even see the difference there. Just put the one in. Dumb. Uh, rank 14, we have Star talking Wars. Talking to me yourself, or who are you talking to there? I'm talking to the guy that wrote this copy. <laughs> um, differentiating between near mint raw and fair market vol fair market value raw near mint um that that's stupid anyway at rank 14 we have star wars number nine from 2015 uh, continues to get uh sonastaros on there as a bonus we get the first appearance of the notorious crime lord gracchus the hut and a high sale of 14 bucks for a raw near mint raw as a fair market value of three dollars. <laughs> That's cover, buddy. Three dollars. Uh rank fifteen, we have Daredevil number thirty-three from Chris Samney in twenty thirteen. Uh the Werewolf by Night Halloween specials uh have pumped up this new Legion of Monsters. We talked about this earlier. Nineteen additional copies sold. High sale of seventy three fifty for a CGC nine eight. Not that good. And a raw near mint for about five bucks. So that's you're on the ground floor, folks. Pick that up if you don't already have them. Uh, Bloodstone number one from 2001. Uh, this is Laura Donnelly's portrayal of Elsa Bloodstone in the Werewolf by Night Halloween specials. And uh, this is the market prices are falling, but 17 copies did sell. With a high sale of $600 for a CGC 9.8. At rank 17, we have Star Wars High Republic number one, the one in 50, uh, with the with the five new characters. Cracked 19 copies selling and a high sale of $80 for a near mint raw. 
at rank 18, we have Carnage number six, the Peach Momoko New York Comic Con variant. So pretty. Such a great cover. Oh, I love it. 17 copies moved. Uh, they were originally sold for 15 bucks. Uh, now there's a high sale of $48 for the raw, but they go around in the 40s. Uh, at rank 19, we have Spawn number one, 55 additional copies sold. I sell $280 for CGC 98. At rank 20, we round out our top 20 with Edge of Spider Verse number five, David Lopez, one in 25. Uh, 27 copies moved. I sell 50 bucks for a raw. Such an adorable giver. You like that one too? It's adorable. All, All right, right, Kyle. Take us home. Let's give the people what they want. Everybody's here, of course, for the sneak peek at next week. Drew and Everybody. I are going to cut what it's in your comic book shops this Tuesday and Wednesday. We're going to head over to Lunar Distributions and see what's coming out on the 25th and see what we can find. I do like that David laid some cardstock on Actions 1048. Yeah, that's pretty great. You're right. Action journalism. Talk about it. This is the only time you get to pump your journalism. Hey, and there's a new show called um, Alaska Daily, I think. Mm. It's about um, a journalist in Alaska paper. There you go. Hillary Swank. If you're a big Hillary Swank fan. Well, I'm just waiting for her to come back to Karate Kid. Put her back in Cobra Kai. (laughs) Which one was that? She was the new Karate Kid. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I stopped after two. Yeah. Like all smart people should have. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is up here. We've got uh, Batman and the Joker, the Deadly Duo. Looking pretty good. Oh, that's a poster. Dummy. Mm-hmm. Batman Fortress, six of eight. That's been fun. Batman Gotham Knights, Gilded City, one of six. That looks cool. So many Batman. I'm underwhelmed. I like the detective, the Evan Cagle cover A for for uh, yeah. Detective 1065. I'm underwhelmed by uh, Nathan Zerby's cardstock of DC versus Vampires. I think I'm uh, I've kind of been ruined to Supergirl covers by Art Germ. And these kind of things just won't do. Yeah. Got the final Catwoman Lonely City issue four of four. Cool. See them button that up. That's been fun. Cliff Chang knocking out of the park. And the second issue of Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Undead. Yeah. First issue was great. I take everything I said back about it being an actor writing a comic. Really good stuff. <laughs> There you go. I like to hear that. Yeah, he just he got the he got it. He got it. Figured <laughs> it out. He had the voice. It worked. That's awesome. Now I'm only gonna get a couple more issues and then I'm gonna put Sergeant Rock back on the shelf, but I got I at least I got some, right? For the time being. There we go. Yeah. Good Harley covers. Pretty detectives. Jim Lee, Jim Lee doing that. Still love the cover right best. Human Target comes back for issue 8 of 12. Yeah. 
I was lost in issue seven. It'd been so long. Took me like the whole issue to like figure out. Oh yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Rick and Morty 100. I still like the Tony Flex cover B. Yeah, he's great. Riddler Year One. You've got to you've got to decide between a Sinkovich cover or a Jim Lee cover. We. Wow. Yeah. That's that's tough. Tim Drake, Robin number two. Everyone's favorite Robin. The world's favorite Robin. Dun, dun, oh, dun, this, dun. this first issue was rough. Oh yeah. Oh man. Do you remember when I read the first issue of Batgirls? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, whoa, what is going on with this style? I don't know if it's for me or not. It's just like that. Samezies. Samezies. And I'm just. I am just not liking it at all, but I will read one more because you is had the world's you, best. Robin. You had such high hopes with it being Tim Drake, and then well, he's the world's greatest it. Robin. I mean, what, great, of course. I mean, everybody's well, favorite. It's like peanut butter in your chocolate. Yes, yeah. I get it. I've been taken to task online about this multiple <laughs> times about not lo- not giving Tim Drake enough love. Well, apparently the authors didn't either. I'm heading over to Image. I've moved on. Yeah, it's, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. Eight Billion Genies number two getting a fourth print. Eight Billion Genies number three getting a fourth print. Eight Billion Genies number four getting a third print. Love to see it. Love to see it. It's been great. It's been great. Yeah. I really enjoyed the fifth issue. It's fun. Know that okay, Love Sick is different than yeah. the other love show. What was that one? Yeah, that was the other love Love Everlasting. Yes. That was also from Image, yeah. This is Luana Vecchio and sh- I know her from what? What do I know her from? Oh Bolero, yes. Yes. Okay. So this is gonna be weird. This is gonna be <laughs> this is a very S and M. Yeah, this is gonna be a weird book. Yeah. Seven issues, if you can stick with it for seven issues. There's some dope covers. Yeah, yeah. Bolero was interesting. It was really something I still think about. Righteous Thirst for Vengeance Trade, number two. You you enjoyed that book. Oh, man, I love that thing so much. So great. So great. Boom's giving us Damn Them All, number one. And this is our boy, yes. Charlie Adler. Getting Charlie Adler with Cy Spurrier writing. Yeah. Yeah, can't beat it. Can't Supernatural wait. Supernatural thriller. I'm excited about this one. Yeah. They're giving them plenty of covers, too. Yep. Becky Cloonan with the FOC reveal cover. Was it Becky Cloonan or... Jenny Frizen or both that did a lot of the revival variants. That was Frizen. Frizen did all the B's for revival. Another Star Trek from IDW that I'm not going to read. Back when revival was coming out, man, we we thought we had Frizen all to ourselves. Yeah, no nobody doubt. Knew, nobody knew her. Yeah, she was our our. Uh, our, our dirty little secret. Yeah, now she's huge. 
TMNT Armageddon game number two, the Sophie Campbell, why is there a cow's head on the cover? I'm just curious. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love the Kevin Eastman cover, though. The Ke- cover C, Kevin Eastman. Yeah. We've got turtles with COVID masks on. Very cool. Are, we, are you down to Marvel? Marvel, yes, yes sir. Moon Knight gets an annual, man. What? Moon Knight's annual's out. Yay. And you get more than one. You get two. You get an option. Yeah. Very cool. I hope it's like old school annual standalone, not part of the other story. Mm -hmm. Just give me a one and done extra size. That'd be great. Ugh, not much in Marvel. Variance is really good, Kyle. Oh, is it? Good. Really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. I do. There's. I like the throwback covers too. Yeah. Dynamite. Nope. <laughs> Who's doing the Punisher ripoff cover? Uh, AOD versus Reanimator. Yeah. And our smaller publishers. We get anything from them. Source Point's giving us something called A Guardian. Mm. That's by Easton Daverna and Kay Baird. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Get anything else from back there? No. Chopping block, what's that? That's a keen spot. Eh, mm-hmm. I usually don't love those. It's a mad cave OGN. Don't care about that. All right, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask you to filter through everything and pull your hand out of the muck and tell me what is the book you gotta have. And is the muck the comic book industry? Yes, the muck and mire. Oh, the whole new thing is ending with issue five. Oh, man. Mm. Doggone it. That's really good, too. Okay, so I'm going to go with Damn Them All. Hey. Uh, um, it's the Charlie Adler, Cy Spurrier boom book. Don't care what it's about. Uh, it's a new Charlie Adler. I miss his art, uh, and I want to I get back in it. And I'm just going to punt and go Rick and Morty 100, cover B, Flicks. Who what what um who does that? What publisher? That would be Oni. Oni. Gotcha. Oni. Alright. Hey, thank you for joining us as we go through this week's book of the week and all the fun stuff going there. Of course you can find us at Comics for Fun and Profit on what were they gonna say? Where's it? You're probably gonna say Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, Facebook, all those you can find us on. Yeah, Patreon. Oh, Patreon, that's the word I was looking for that just completely blanked. Uh, go to Patreon, search comics for fun and profit, be part of our community, join the Slack uh, conversations, get things without ads and all the other fun stuff. We really appreciate our little community there, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. Thank you for hanging along with us. For Drew and for myself, see ya. RLCS.
is Cowabunga Comics out of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and their mail order company, Deep Discount Comics. Um, and we went there, and, and we were actually invoice number 0001. We are the we were the very first <laughs> their very first customer, um, which was kind of cool. They've been nothing short of fantastic customer service wise discounts. They were very close, if not the same or better than DCBS on a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. Over and above uh, customer service wise, always taking care of us, going the extra mile, so responsive, getting instantaneous. Uh, responses back to uh, questions about things and to the point where knowing the stuff you like and anticipating your needs and having it suggested to, that you might want to add this to your order already uh, before you even have to think about about it that's kind of cool really quality experience so we, we love working with Cowabunga and Deep Discount and that's why they're in our show notes every single episode and have been for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes that mm-hmm. we leave them there because we like them they're cool good people that's why they're in there by god they'd tell you to if you've got a local comic book shop that you love stay with them because every everybody needs to support their local comic shops but if you're looking check them out you can check them out in in the show notes there's plenty of ways to get a hold of them either get on their list just so you could check and see what kind of FOC and pre-order stuff they have and the discounts, and they'll send it to you um, each month, get you on that email list. And you can check out their shop because they have a great shop of exclusive Cowabunga mm-hmm. variants, amazing stuff. Yes, they've always been there for us, and we take them for granted. So there you go. Now you, now you know. <laughs>